Hello and welcome to the Care It Out Sleep Show, a podcast for tired parents who are searching for a bit more sleep the caring way. I'm your host, Kerry Secker, infant sleep consultant, founder of my unique sleep approach to Care It Out and your caring sleep supporter. I really hope you'll join me on my mission to get small to settle night's sleep without the tears, training or techniques. I love talking about sleep and I can't wait to share my sleep subjects with you. My approach to getting you more sleep is simple, straightforward, but above all, it's got to make sense and feel best for you. Ready to get more sleep? Then let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Carry Out Sleep Show. You're listening to your host, Kerry Secker, and today I am going to be talking all about bedtime battles. If your small is battling bedtime, 100% it doesn't feel like it, but 100% you are not alone. And there's usually a few things that you can do that can help your little one go from bed ready to bed ready. So I'm going to talk you through, in this podcast, I'm going to talk talk you through a few of these things that will helpfully smooth out your bedtime for you. The best bedtime, let's start off by talking about bedtime, which if you've been following me for a while... It won't come a surprise that like most things on my approach, I don't have a one size fits all set bedtime. And this is because your small is one of a kind. And we also need to look at what's going on around their bedtime, such as their naps, if they're having one, their bedtime routine, and also what's going on at night time to a degree. However, from a biological perspective, the sleepy hormone, aka melatonin, naturally gets to its peak at around 7, 7, 7, 7.30. So I generally suggest aiming to get them settled to sleep within a 30-minute window of this. And that 30-minute window can be either side. So I generally advise um, no earlier than 6.30 and no later than 8pm if we can. Um, and if we try settling them to sleep much before this, they might be undertired and might not have enough peak pressure to get them to sleep. Um, hello, bedtime, bed- hello, bedtime battle. And if we miss this window of opportunity, your small then produces cortisol, aka small Red Bull. And it's so logical to think that if your little one was absolutely exhausted, that they'll fall asleep easily. But it doesn't always work out like this. Not that you probably mean to tell you that. Um, and the average time it takes for a small to fall asleep that's completely not overtired is roughly anywhere between 15 to 30 minutes, which seems ages when you're willing them to go the bleep to sleep. But if they're overtired, it can take up to six times longer. So you're looking at two and a half, three hours. And again, hello, bedtime battle. It can take a, um, a little bit of trial and error to find your small's perfect bed balance, but you'll know when you hit it because they'll, that, that, all too, that all too familiar bedtime battle will start to decrease. After finding the best bedtime for your small, the second next important thing is your small's bedtime routine, aka preparation for sleep separation. And bedtime routine is often a big key um, for cooperation from your little one. And it may be really super boring for you, but doing the same few things in the same order every single night really helps your small know what to expect. Repetition means everything feels familiar to them and this helps them to feel settled, keep them calm and help them get them down to bed smoothly. It really doesn't need to be overcomplicated at all. It could be something simple such as a bath or wash, pyjamas, into their room for books, quiet play, milk, feed and bed. And going to sleep is also a period of separation from you, even if it's a super short amount of time. And spending some time present together in your bedtime routine can really boost your bond um, 
and when your bond is boosted your small feels connected or what i like to call anchored to you and this can also help that separation go a bit more smoothly great bond boosters are quiet play after dinner chatting or singing in the bath together looking at some books um singing together just really lovely things that you can do together and it doesn't have to it doesn't have to be too long either like three to five minutes is more than enough um having a bedtime routine is also very calming and the calmer the bedtime the more chance of a calmer night and it's natural to have a bit of bed dread and feel anxious about bedtime especially um if there is a bedtime battle going on but if you if you're feeling anxious chances are your small will think um it's not safe to switch off and settle to sleep and they can even start to feel a bit anxious too so taking a nice few big breaths before um bedtime um bonus points if you do it with your little one can really help to keep everybody calm the next thing i want to talk about is giving your small heads up and blasting them off to bedtime and this doesn't mean throwing them around like a rocket at all. Um, but what this means is that transitions can be super tricky for your small. Um, and even I would find it quite hard and be a bit peeved off if without warning someone came into my office and just said, right, carry, time to shut your laptop now um, and go to sleep. And it's the same for your busy smalls. They like to know what's happening next and they need time to finish up what they're doing. It may not feel important to us, but it's super important to them. And this is also important for little ones as well so um, babies under eight months might not actually get the idea that sleep is coming and um, but if you start putting those steps into place now and practicing it now as they get older it'll be second nature to you and you'll be surprised actually how much they do understand by just giving them a little five ten minute warning that bedtime's coming um springing sleep on them can lead to resistance from them as they battle to finish what they're doing and struggle with that transition and once you get into that bedtime battle and that that role um round of negotiations it can be very hard to get back out of it i really like giving them a three two one blast off to bedtime even for really young smalls you can start this from day dot really and it can really help smooth those bedtime battles or bedtime resistance and even a really young baby um will get it with repetition because as we said before the more you repeat something the more familiar it feels and they start to um, expect that it's going to happen so here's my little blast off bedtime steps three warn them that bedtime is coming so i suggest doing this 10 15 minutes before bedtime okay bob bedtime routine is going to start in 20 30 minutes time start to wrap up what you're doing if they're old enough you can give them that time to to start um, wrapping up what they're doing if they're much younger just give them that that heads up hey bedtime's coming in 20 30 minutes two is five minutes to bedtime so i don't know if your little one is much older you can say right five minutes to bedtime now think about what you want to um finish and take up for bath time or your bedtime routine if they're a little bit younger even just saying that right i don't know why i keep saying bob but um, I haven't got a baby called Bob, by the way, but Bob is a great name. Um, even if you just say something like, okay, Bob, five minutes to bedtime and we're going to start your bedtime routine. They do start to pick up on that from a very young age. And then number one is let's go bedtime routine starts now. And it's great to get them involved in the next step. Which toy do you want in the in the bath tonight? I wonder what books you'll pick. And again, this is for, um, this is why I use the word small. It's for all ages. With Even with really young babies, you can do that. You can ask them, um, right, you ready to go up to bedtime now? You know, ask them a question about it. Um, 
and it, it can really really help and if your little one is visual or super young you could even use a little alarm or with put some music on um the, or a timer that can help for the different steps as well the next thing to think about is that choices can help cooperation and smalls love autonomy and when they feel more in more when they feel more in control they feel part of the decision making process and you're more likely to get their cooperation now i'm not for one second suggesting we give them endless choices because that can be super overwhelming for them but giving them two choices um, if you're met with resistance can diffuse a sleep standoff. And I'm really talking from this young babies, you wouldn't be able to um, use this with. Um, but you could probably use this from around 12, 30 months. Again, they're all really different. It's when they start understanding. And they might not be able to talk, but they can give you um, a non-verbal um, communication answer, like nodding their head or pointing. You're your little one's expert. You know your baby best. Um, but coming back to that, giving them two options. If you're met with resistance, um, giving them two choices, such as two or three books tonight, a bath or wash. Um, do you want the duck or the rocket or the boat in the in the bath? Um, giving them some choice even for really young ones that they can point to it it just switches them out of that that battle mode for a little bit and it can really help with their cooperation as well um just whatever you do just make sure that both options are work for you and are actually possible <laughs> quitting the questions quit the questions Questions are the absolute killer of all things parenting and can often be very confusing for smalls. As grown-ups, I can't believe I'm actually a grown-up, if we want something, we'd probably, we don't ask that as a question or it's very unlikely we'd ask something as a question because we'd probably not get the desired outcome we'd be happy with. If for A great example of this is if I wanted my colleague to move something um off, off of hers off of my desk I wouldn't say do you want to move that off that stuff off my desk because she'd probably look at me and laugh and just say no I'm more likely to get the stuff moved if I directly asked her hey Hester um let's move this stuff off of our desk so we can get to work um asking your small do you want a bath do you want to go to bed do you want to put your pajamas on is asking for a closed a closed answer and it may not be the answer you actually want what you could say instead is right it's bath time do you want the um the do you want a bath or a wash it's bedtime now do you want the blue or green pajamas um so yeah just being really mindful of what we're saying if we're asking a closed question like that it's very likely we're going to get a close answer back and that can lead us back to that all too familiar sleep standoff now the next two tips are mainly all the ones before you could use from day dot as i said before even really young babies can understand and give you non-verbal communication back but the next two are really for probably around 16 17 18 months plus but you still could try and apply them to little ones it's it's mainly when they start talking so the last two things are duvet demands and scrapping the nap um yep i'm going to talk about that so let's start with duvet demands. Now, it is totally natural that your small will delay going to sleep with their cute duvet demands when they start talking. No one is busier, thirstier or, must, or more busting for the loo than a small who's just been told it's bedtime. Um, and here's the thing, though. They can only resist and get into a sleep standoff if you're a willing player. 
Um, so the first and second time they've asked for something, I'd completely answer and validate their feelings. But if they keep on resisting, it's okay to set those limits lovingly. I call them loving limits. Playing is always going to be a priority and sleep secondary. And some really, some smalls really like to know the boundaries. So it is okay to make eye contact, get on their level and say, look, we've talked about this, Bob, <laughs> it's bedtime. Um, and this is what's going to happen. On this note, water going to the toilet is always a basic right as far as I'm concerned. And if they ask for this, even once they're in bed, I'd offer it to them, but try to get them to do it as independently as possible with as little funfare as possible. Um, and try not to be tempted with all the questions like, why are you thirsty again? Why do you need to go to the toilet again? Um, why do you need to get out of bed again? Why aren't you asleep yet? Just really try and be mindful of those questions you're asking your little one. Um, a beaker of water actually and a potty in the bedroom can also be a sanity and sleep saver as well for older ones if you're at if you're potty training at the moment now i really feel that i've saved the best to last scrapping the napping now i know you may not want to even think about this just yet but if your little one is battling bedtime, could it be scrapping? It's time to scrap the nap. And again, this is very much aimed at 18, 19 months plus. Napping is 100% one of life's little luxuries. And I'm a big, big fan of encouraging naps for as long as possible. But sigh, there does come a time when their naps can be um, causing a bedtime battle. And as your little one gets older, they only have a set amount of hours. Um, I've got this theory it's called a bed bag we all have this um total amount of hours that we need in a 24-hour period called the bed bank and this is nap needs and night needs too and the amount um that your little one sleeps it depends greatly on on everybody like every baby's different but for some if they have a lovely long nap during the day this then may need they then may need less time to sleep during the night and again hello old friend bedtime battle once again not surprisingly if you followed me for a while i don't have a one size fits all age where your small should drop their nap um and i've generally encouraged naps or at least quiet time <clears throat> for as long as they need it or start school however if they are battling bedtime or bed bedtime's taking much more than 20 to 30 minutes, it may be, maybe time to start thinking about capping the nap um, by slowly reducing it or scrapping it altogether. My general nap guidelines for aged 18 months to four, so 18 months plus to dropping naps, are one and a half to two hours maximum. Um, and ideally they're awake by 3, 3 p.m., 3.30 at the very latest. Napping past 3 p.m. can be a real danger dose, danger dose time. Um, and if they nap past this, it can mean a super late bedtime for some, some as late as, mid, as midnight. Um, so if this resonates with you and you feel your small could be napping too much, I suggest gently reducing it slowly by 10 minutes every two to three days um, until you're around the, the 45, 60 minute mark um, to see if that's helped bedtime. If bedtime is still a battle or late, it may be time to actually scrap the nap completely. You probably don't want to hear that. Um, I suggest doing this over a quietest period of three to five days as transitions can be a bit tricky and take a bit of time. And you don't want to overcommit yourself to too much change. Um, 
the other thing is whilst transitioning they may also need a slightly earlier bedtime um so and i suggest try to bring it no earlier than 6 30 if you can um but you can bring it forward um if needed by 10 15 minutes um rather than bringing it back by a big wedge I really hope all that made sense to you and really hope that if you are going through a bit of a bedtime battle that those things I've just gone through, even if it's just one or two, help you go from bed ready to bed ready in no time. Thank you so much for listening to me, your host, Kerry Secker, on the Carrot Out Sleep Show. I really hope you found the podcast reassuring, informative and a little bit fun. If you did, please don't forget to subscribe to the show below. And I'd be so grateful if you could leave me some fabulous feedback. I always love hearing from you. And one lucky listener will win lifetime access to my Bedtime Basics e-course every single month. My next podcast episode will be out in two weeks' time. But if you can't wait for more of my sleep shizzle, you can find me over on Instagram at Carrot Sleep Consultant. I update my sleep squares and speak sleep there on the daily. Big love and sleep solidarity to you all.